What's up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman. Join me today, and as always, <laughs> my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Look, when the players who played in the games today wake up on Monday morning and they got to pop Advil and whatever painkillers they need, it won't be – it'll be way worse than how I feel right now. So I figured I'm going to gut it out in our sport because they did it in theirs. It's, Abe, what's on your mind? Yeah, it's, it's, it's week one, and you sound like you've been through the absolute ringer. So I'm, actually, I just want to – what's on my mind is I just want to check in on you. <laughs> um, yeah, long weekend in Austin – and this is game related. This is just you know loud. Maybe maybe game. it's not the best idea to start um, the be, to commence the beginning of seventeen straight weeks of travel football with a absolute college bender when you're no, twenty. Jack, you're twenty six. Yeah, it's a nightmare, especially given that we're <laughs> we're working with the um, we're working with the NFL tomorrow. We're working with NFL all day. Obviously, SeatGeek and Underdog. First impressions are everything, is what they say. <laughs> and, yeah, I don't know how this is. So, if anyone in the comments has uh, maybe a recommendation on how to get the voice back overnight, let me know. Uh, but. God, what a weekend in Austin. But we're back, Abe. This is officially week Wait, one recap. Texas or you and I? Oh, no. Texas is back, but we'll talk about that later. Um, what is going on? Scalios just coming in hot with some mm. some facts. Texas would have won convincingly. Let's save this for stock up, stock down. Well, I mean, we're starting right now. Stock up. I guess I'll go first. And that would be Put the act of – Put them up. The act of losing because the Texas Longhorns almost won, morally maybe captured a victory, some are saying, and they moved into the top 25 after, let me repeat, losing the football game. They are now ranked higher. So horns up. Horns up, baby. I mean, you know what? It's always what if MJ didn't take two years to go play baseball? Would he be 8-0? What if Kyrie and Ray Allen didn't hit that shot? Would LeBron, how many rings would LeBron have? And now it's just another what if in sports. One of the greatest what ifs in sports is to, what if Quinn Ewers finishes the Alabama game? You know, it's just what if Kawhi doesn't travel it, or gets called for a travel? It's just it's something that we have to live with. Um, but Jack, um, you covered, covered, good we covered team, great teams number. cover. Wait, we are. Uh... Our spread was 21 and a half, and they scored 20 points. So even if we hadn't come out and, and scored, we would have covered the game. Not my line. I got a 14 and a half, but that was easy. Uh, plus 900 was left on the table. I mean, Steve because... Sarkeesian set, set the precedent last Tuesday, right? He, he came out, and he, he did an all-time uh, snapback sources type quote saying, hedging himself with, well, in the grand scheme of things, this game doesn't really mean that much which is right. It's an out-of-conference game. Um, but something tells me Steve Sarkeesian ran into that locker room um, after Saturday's loss in heartbreaking fashion, nonetheless. Um, picked up a natty light, shotgun in it, got back to his old ways, and was hype about the loss, given that's mm. how it went down. That is that is the type of – that was Steve Sarkeesian's game plan. Don't show him the cards. We'll see you in the playoff. Yeah, we'll see you in the playoff. So – so moral victories became a big word on Twitter after the game because if there was a game to have a moral victory, not that's even that, Jack. Moral victories came in the polls too. Texas right. is right. <laughs> right. No, you you would have thought they actually won the game. I don't like the moral victory. Also, the fact that that yours is hurt, Deshaun Jameson is hurt, Hudson Card is hurt. 
there isn't really a moral victory. Um, a special shout out real quick to Jenner, who's in the chat. Ava and Jenner bet, uh, they bet Lions plus three. Jenner gave him the point, and then the Eagles ended up winning. The, the line three. closed at five and a half. So they pushed. Um, but anyways, oh, man, I know you're trolling, but that was me. Texas fucking dominated Alabama. And it wasn't like, oh, they dominated him and then like made a stupid play. Like they got screwed between the injuries and the refs. And when when we made the game winning field goal or what would have been the game winning field goal, <laughs> we knew Everyone that we knew. at that point we knew we weren't winning. But there were moments where it was like, we're going to beat Alabama. Uh, and we should have. And we were the better team on Saturday. Um, it was fun. It was just like, I, it wasn't heartbreaking. That's the thing. It really wasn't heartbreaking. It's just like, a, it, it was mostly well, annoying. I hope not it's college football. It, it was annoying. Because what does it mean, right, if we had won? If you guys are ever fortunate enough to, to go to college at a big D1 school or have – Everyone knows that the best part about sports is enjoying it with others. That's what makes championship moments or big wins or, or really anything about sports so fun. And just the thought of, one, I would have won $3,000. That would have been fun. But two, the next 12 hours that day before we went out to a nightclub with Jalen Green would have been talking about the college football playoff and booking flights to go to Dallas and booking flights to go to the national chain. And that's really like all you're looking for. Yeah. Oh, that's nice and dandy. Let's back it up. Well, what's it like to party with Jalen green? So Jalen green, I mean, I wouldn't say he partied with, why us. was he there in, in, well, he plays for Houston. It was a big weekend in Austin. Kevin Durant was in town. We went to the nightclub and they stuck him at like a, a small little pop-up table, but then he moved to the middle. Um, Seems cool. He's got cool, cool fit on. <coughs> oh, oh, keep battling, brother. Keep battling. I'll, I'll fill. You know, there's a mute button too for 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 this type of yeah. radio, for this type of stuff yeah. and technology. Um, okay. You know what's a, a good topic of discussion is the fact that, given the series of events this weekend and and the, the styles of coaching, Steve Sarkeesian could be getting the call from the Houston Texans. If you if you want to if you want to stock up, are you letting me do my stock up number two? Please go by all means. By all means, so, I think I just threw you the oop. In in my notes, I have uh, stock up being a pussy, um, and <laughs> because well, first of all, the pussies Steve, were out and about this weekend, boys. Steve Sarkeesian, who this is the thing that I I don't understand is when you're a big underdog and you're playing with house money which Texas was. They shouldn't have been in the game with their back. I look what the Giants did at the end of the game today. Exactly. You, you, it, imagine this concept. You go to the casino and someone's like, here, here's 100 bucks. Okay, you're playing with house money. You play a hand of blackjack, you win. You're up 200. And then you start betting $10 a hand and every and you lose three hands, you're up 170 and you pull it off the table. What does that accomplish? You profit $170. But, but you're playing with house money. So double down and go all in. Well, okay. Now, you now, have Jack, now, now Jack, you are no, you are confusing being an absolute degenerate with being an absolute <laughs> pussy on the football field. 
Anyways, Sarkeesian, I just... I well, let us just to... preface this segment with we are not ones to be giving you financial advice. <laughs> However, uh, yeah, yeah, Sark, I just feel like play aggressive. And you saw it. You saw the... Uh, you saw Saban did it. He went for it. It didn't work out. But I think that mentality helps. And then today, Lovey Smith, uh, which you're not allowed to make fun of him because I believe you have a coach. Did Sirianni do it or Doug did it? Doug right? did it, but then he won a Super Bowl, remember? Well, I think he did it after he won the Super Bowl. When you win a Super Bowl, you can play you the losing game every now and again. Yeah. So today, Lovey Smith, Houston Texans, I believe they're up 20 to three, obviously choked the lead away. Um, but made it to overtime, fourth and two at midfield with 30 seconds left, and they decide to punt to play for the tie. Once again, you're projected to win two games. You have no expectations. A tie just realistically is not going to do anything for you. Go for the win. We get it. If you don't get it, maybe they come down and you lose the game. But, like, what What? what are we doing? It, it is It's beautiful. I feel like, Jack, if you're on the sideline of the Houston Texans and Lovey Smith calls that in, like – Shouldn't Lovey Smith like be able to just turn around, like look at the uproar of his fucking punt team going up with two minutes left in the game on the 40 yard line and just punt it or however much time it was left? Like, yes, Lovey Smith should be held accountable. Sorry, just moved to New York City and had my first halal guys tonight. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, if Lovey Smith is the one making the call, I get it. But there is blame to be had on the 53 men roster as well as the coaching staff not to push this guy down to the ground and say, what the fuck are you doing? We're the Houston fucking Texans and we have a chance to win the game. And I guess actually the GM should, like that was a call from the GM actually. Now that I think about it, the GM said, go ahead and put the punt team out because we don't want Davis Mills anymore. We want Bryce Stroud or CJ or Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. But the Stark, Sark, Lovey Smith, they were out and about. Brian Dable. Brian Dable is turning the culture around in New the York, Jack. Are you gonna, are you officially adopting the New York Giants as your NFC team? I the the problem is I don't know if I'm in on Daniel Jones or not. Well, you're in on you're in on the culture, and then building something. No, no, I'm not like a Dable like culture guy. Like so, like Robert Sala. So so you're not in on the coach. You're not in on the. No, no, no. I'm in on the coach from a coaching perspective. But like, what what are you in on? There's black. There's there's two sides to it. There's in New York, you have Brian Dable, who's a great coach, who's aggressive, who's really smart, who optimizes his players, uses them in the best way. Then you got Robert Sala, who's got a freaking bald head, looks like the rock and can motivate me to run through a wall. But he's not a good football coach. Like that that was the worst coach game. You if you are an underdog and Joe Flacco is your quarterback, what do you have to do? Special teams has to be perfect. Go deep you every turn time over the and ball. have him throw it. <laughs> yes. And they were so bad all across the board that like that's just awful coaching. So I'm in on the Giants because Dable is a great coach, not a motivator of men. I don't need motivators of men. Right. Let me ask you a question. You were uh, tell me about your experience just first week back today. How did it feel watching the games? Because I kind of realized something today myself, and I'll let you explain in a few seconds. I found myself becoming full on. I don't give a fuck what the down is. 
where you are on the field. I just found out, found myself today saying every single time on fourth down, go for it. I'm done. I'm done with punts. I'm done with extra points. I'm done with it all. I, I, I fully embrace the go for it mentality like Brandon Staley does even more aggressively. I have just found myself today going, go for it. Now, maybe it's the week one high of being around and just wanting to see just some shit go down. And did we see some shit go down at the end of the one o'clock games? I mean, bad day to be a kicker. Um, but I have fallen into the trap of no matter what the situation is, go for it. I mean, I've been living it for the past couple of years and I've had to come on the podcast and defend why they're going for it. Uh, for this reason, they're no, going there's no defend. It. Like I, I'm going to defend going for it, even in objectively punt the ball situations. Like I, right. it's, it's fourth and no, 12. No, you're backed it, up on your own 20 in the second quarter. Okay. Even you're well, off a touchdown. I don't care. Go for it. Well, obviously you're not doing that. That's why it's like, I would say I'm at the point of like 60, 40 decisions. I'm still going for it. Like you where know, the, no, is, is Eagleson probably left by now, right? Because he's he's not here, right? He usually hops he out. Worked. He added a comment earlier on, actually. Yeah, yeah, he probably he probably left. Um, Mike McDaniel kind of sold me on it. Fourth and seven, going for it. I was like, ooh, okay. And then I'm seeing everyone else go for it, and it's just I'm I'm in I'm real 2022 2023 season for me is the go for it season. No matter what the situation is. Nice of you to nice of you to find out three years later. No, no, no. I've always been the go for it, you know, up fourteen down fourteen, eight, six minutes to go, blah, 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 blah. But now I'm fully in on the go for it. Um, but we'll start with my stock up real quick. I know the horns are stocked up. Well, Jack, the Nittany Lions are too, I'll tell you that much. And yeah. I'm not not necessarily even in college, right? Because I mean Penn, Texas is twenty one, Penn State's twenty two now. We whop Ohio. Actually, someone said to me, I asked somebody who we played to this weekend. They go, Ohio. We go, we Ohio State in week two. <laughs> <laughs> Shows you how tuned in I am this year. Um, but no, Jack, the reason the Nittany Lions are our stock up is because we are dominating this NFL league. Saquon, leading rusher, fully back. I am thoroughly convinced, and we had this conversation on text, Jack. Saquon Barkley, not on the New York Giants, and fully healthy, which he appears to be right now, is far and beyond the best running back in football. Far and beyond. I, I am a firm believer of that. After watching him for all those years in Penn State, I have never seen a player that can do the things that he can. But you have Saquon, who has 194 yards, a touchdown, a two-point conversion winner. Jahan Dotson, 40, yard touch, 40 yards, two touchdowns. Miles Sanders, 105 yards, and a touchdown. We told you Miles Sanders was scoring week one. We didn't make any money off of it, but boy, did we tell you. Pat Fryer moves 75 yards. You got Mika Parsons with two sacks on Tom Brady in the first half. You got a guy named Brisker, who I've never heard of before, who had a fumble recovery. You've got a punter named Stout, who had a 48-and-a-half-yard punt average, three inside the 20. The Nittany you know Lions, what team he plays for? The Ravens? Yeah. Well, you got a fire punter, I'll tell you that much. How did, <laughs> how, how did OA play today? Away, he made some plays. He made some, made some plays. plays. Listen, man, the Nitty Lions—they don't—they don't—they pump out two things, baby: New York, uh, New Year's Six bowl appearances, and NFL players. That's what we do. Stock uh, up to the Nitty Lions. Stock up to the Nets. All right, what's your second stock up? Second stock up um, goes out to the best receiver in football, um, and that's Justin Jefferson. Obviously, uh, the Jalen Rager and Justin Jefferson will forever be linked to each other in this league, mostly because they're teammates now. Speaking of which, uh, I don't know if you were at a bar or something, but we're watching the end of the Eagles game on Fox. And 
first weekend in New York, Eagles are on cable, dominating the city already. Giants played 425 Jets on CBS. Eagles had the Eagles had the slot. Um, they were previewing the Packers Vikings game on Fox, and uh, they highlighted Jalen Rager as uh, the new addition to the Minnesota Vikings offense. Don't know what his stats were. Um, so I'm going to always laugh about the whole Justin Jefferson. Jalen you think Rager. he had a catch today? No, I don't think he had a catch today. I think Justin Jefferson had every single catch. Um, so shout out to the Eagles for fucking up the best receiver in football, but compensating for it by trading for the second best receiver in football. So it was a little bit of an additional stock down to uh, a man that goes by the name of him Brown, but uh, his, his friends call him AJ. Um, he is the best receiver I've seen since Terrell Owens in an Eagles uniform. And it is very Eagles fashion to have such a dominating performance from their opening receiver only for it to be overshadowed by the guy that they missed on <laughs> three hours later. Uh, in classic Eagles fashion. So kind of over the whole Justin Jefferson thing, just because I know that if he was on the Eagles, he would not be this Justin Jefferson. That's just not how it goes. Um, but he is so fucking nasty. It's Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, and everybody else in the NFL. And that is how I feel about the receivers. It's disrespectful to Cooper Cup. It just is. It's just, like, I understand he's not as – I don't know. I don't know how he's open. I don't know why he's open. I don't know what's going on, but he's open every time, every single time he's open. So I, it's disrespectful to leave him out. But After but okay, it's disrespectful to leave him out. But is it out of this world to have Devontae and Justin Jefferson at one and two? At the end of the year, probably not. But right uh, now, uh, it's Jack. The title of this episode says NFL Week One Recap. Right. Okay. So yeah, right now it's great. Like, well, I'm not saying this season. I'm just saying. I've been like 12 yeah, catches for 180 yards and a touchdown. So did AJ Brown. Won. Whatever. And they won. Well, AJ Brown didn't score. Oh, so Cooper Cup doesn't impact winning. I guess not with Devontae Adams. <laughs> uh, did you do two stocks up? Yeah, Justin, Justin Jefferson and the Nittany Lions, maybe. All right, first stock down is going to be me because I think I'm going to die. Um, I'll preface this with uh, I don't want to come off spoiled here. Obviously, I'm grateful for this incredible opportunity. But as Casey just said, uh, entertain me on a five-hour flight. I'm going from Austin to Seattle tomorrow. Uh, We're traveling for like 20 straight weeks. Um, I don't know if I'm going to make it. I was going to say (laughs) – when at, at what point do you do you think Jack? I know you are planning to do seventeen straight weeks, but things come up, Jack. Different events yeah. you might come down with a, a cold, monkey pops. Yeah. Who have, Who knows? Do you think that the over under? What is the over under at the amount of games that you actually attend? I think it's sixteen and a half. You'll give yourself like one must. No, no. There's only seventeen games. There's no Monday Night Football Week eighteen. Like we're. <laughs> This is this is what our. <laughs> um, I mean, to be fair, this kid he's partying all weekend, goes to the Ravens game, and then is on a flight. He lands at like three a.m. local time. Um, yeah, it's gonna be like, like why, you know? But also, I'm very excited for it. So, if you need me to take a game in Vegas or something, like, I'm there for there, the concert. There ain't no Vegas, sweetheart. L.A. No. Um, fuck it, I'll go to Kansas City. Be with my people. 
think it was my people. Speaking of which, let's talk about the Kansas City Chiefs in that game real quick. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs come out and just say, uh, yeah, we are the Chiefs. Uh, Jack, they might be back to being the best team ever. They got guys I, that you have never heard of just walking in for touchdowns every single fucking play. But we will we'll, we'll keep track all year. Me, Colin Bateman. Lock that one. Lock that one. Um, so Pat Mahomes is clearly the front runner for um, MVP. Right? Well, Russell Wilson hasn't played yet, so he'll probably be the MVP after tomorrow. Um, he came out. He threw five touchdowns to literally anybody who wanted one. Let's let's play a game. Let's try and guess first takes headline on the Chiefs tomorrow. Like, what is their headline about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? Mm. Ma- Mahomes mania. No, like the question that's being asked oh, the about question. the Chiefs, like the debate topic. I actually think they'll come in reasonable about like, did we sleep on? Nah, that's too self aware from them. Maybe. Mm, I don't know. What do you think it will be? Like something like Chiefs and Bills versus the field or something. Like mm. what type of overreaction can we get in? What is your – what are your – if you were going to pick an overreaction for the week, what would you pick? I think people will probably try and put Rodgers in the dirt. Like he's he seems to be the media's target, so I think they'll try and bury the Packers. You want to uh, bury someone else real quick? After week one? Yeah. You want to bury someone? Just one person. Oh, no. The guy that played in the Super Bowl last year. Ah, oh, that's wait, that's that's my second stock down. Go ahead. You, Go ahead. You, the floor keep is yours. Throwing, you keep throwing me these crazy oops like you're Chris Paul. Stock down, Joe Burrow. Uh, I called the Josh Allen regression from last year, and I'm predicting a similar – Joe Burrow-esque regression this year. If the year. Cincinnati Bengals don't make it to the Super Bowl, Jack, you're in good shape. But I saw a fucking take on Twitter today, and boy, am I in. Joe Burrow's just the next Carson Wentz. Ooh. Fucking noodle arm caught lightning in a bottle once and is just not him at the... Now, See, Burrow, but... Burrow has a longer chance of being him because he's objectively more handsome human being than that ugly fuck Carson Wentz. Right. Um but I saw a take that Burrow with these interceptions today and the mistakes that he was making and holding on the ball in the pocket and getting all these sacks that he is Carson Wentz caught lightning in a bottle once. And, and that is the type of overreaction that I am here for. He had some type of surgery. And I think it was like his Pendicitis. first live, yeah. uh, first live action in a while. I'm not going to bury Joe Burrow, bury, bury Joe Burrow. But I said it all throughout the playoffs. Like, he wasn't good last year in the playoffs. Cincinnati was not good. Cincinnati fans are so annoying that I didn't even, like, go forward with the takes about it because I just didn't want to deal with them. I just but, think, like, like, it's like little brothers. that like, okay, little buddy. Yeah. That's like, the type you, of Bengals stuff. Yeah, you're the Cincinnati Bengals. Like, you're the Bengals. Ugh, stop saying that. <laughs> stop um, saying so, that. So, yeah, I'm calling Joe, Joe Burrow regression in the form of he won't play in the Super Bowl. Hmm. Okay. My first stock down is big gambling companies because boys, Abe Granoff is coming this year, baby. <laughs> Abe Granoff is coming. I uh so I definitely said <clears throat> multiple times that uh I wasn't gonna bet week one NFL because it was a feel out game. Mm. 
newsflash. I lied. I bet week one NFL. Uh, I deposited $100, and I was just firing left and right different things. Then I deposited another $100. 200 200 total. So I deposited $200 total, and I was just, I didn't even know what my bets were. I looked at my account at the end of the day. I had no idea. I knew I lost a bunch. I didn't know which ones I won. I forgot about some. Count reads two hundred dollars and eight cents. So Vegas, watch out! I'm figuring this thing out, baby. Oh my god! I'm figuring this. Th- I I probably paced like nine bets with that thing, and I ended up up eight cents on the day. Um, so positive, positive on the week, baby. On the week, baby. Positive on the season. Watch that's like out. A, that's like a. It's just like a positive interest rate, like a low risk. Positive interest rate, compounding interest. Speaking of, speaking of gambling, I, I know that you recently made your um your annual deposit into Underdog to the tune of X amount of dollars, and the feeler out there was, will you have to deposit before the Super Bowl? <laughs> Redeposit. Can you give us a percentage of where the? I guess you weren't in a state that allowed pick'em today. No, I, I was. Were you firing pick'ems today? Oh yeah, yeah. I so, thought that's why you're bringing it up. No, 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 no. I have no idea what you did. I have just decided that I would like to do a, a, a tracker of the amount of okay. percent that you've lost off your total. We won't say the amount of dollars, even though you can. No, we can say it. I, I showed the fam. I okay, so in, you deposited uh, five grand. Where are we at? <laughs> I like how you went from protecting, just like all right. So you deposited five. All right. So did you not see what happened on Thursday night? No. I, 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 I try, I, I consume enough of your content, Jack. Yeah, respectfully, you don't, you don't actually consume any, but I consume um, it all. So I hit a, so we, we lost on a, on our bankroll builder, um, which was a hundred. We hit our five guys, burgers and fries, although we pushed one of them with Stafford rush yards. He had two. So we turned 25 into 250. So we were up about one, 125 there or 150 there. I don't, I don't know. Um. Actually, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but I, I asked I, you a simple question of what your balance. No, was. well, the the final piece is I entered a five dollar draft. Like they have these. Oh, I tournaments. did see that. I did see that. And I turned five into seventeen hundred. So started off very very hot. So we we're up about two grand today. I fired um, a five guys and a one o'clock pick them. But I forgot I was taking the Saquon, so I did the Debo with the Saquon too. Both those lost, so down to uh, twenty-five. Then I fired a four o'clock pick'em that lost, so down three twenty-five. And then fired this night game pick'em, which looks like it's a fat L, so down four. So off pick'ems, not no, fantastic. Jack. What does the balance say? Oh, sixty-five hundred. So I'm oh, okay. Yeah. So there you go. I would like yeah. to do some um now that you're doing this uh weekly Monday series and you spent the weekend in Austin. I would like to uh do some analytics on the effects of alcohol and and your pick'em balance and your underdog balance and how uh, that continues to affect it. Uh, Let's say that you spend oh. a Sunday on the couch doing nothing, but then you're going Monday night and you know, you'd happen to sip a few in uh in Cincinnati, Ohio. <sighs> I don't think I'll fire too many drunk pickums, but like, of course, that'll happen. I I also lost pickum uh, Ewers over, which is kind of shitty. But we have a special pickum tomorrow that I just want to show while we've got some people here. So this is what I took it with. Um, I took so it's a rust booster. So 
it boosts your money 10x. Uh, Russ over 268 and a half, DK over 56 and a half, and Judy over 60 and a half. I want Judy instead of Cortland. Um, I think that Russ is just about a lock. I think Russ is going to try and make anything about this football game, this event, the pregame, the postgame, the halftime, anything about himself. I'm not going to lie. I think the game's going to be an absolute slugfest under, and I end up. We got, we got rain? Uh, probably, but it's, it's kind of like he's Russ's first game back in Seattle. Just the person that Russ is, he's, he's going to make this all about himself. Let's see tomorrow. Nah, 75 tomorrow. No precip. Let's go. Let's hype. All right. Do you have a second stock down? Yeah. Second stock down. Uh, if you're a 49ers fan, listen up. I'm back. I think I'm going to start. <laughs> I think I'm going to start hating on the 49ers again. That's uh, your team. Hear me out. They're just like pissing me off, right? Because I, I, I am, I was a Trey Lance fan. I am a Trey Lance fan. Um, you lost to the fucking Bears today. Oh, monsoon this, monsoon. I don't give a fuck. It's the Bears. They stink. The Bears stink. The Bears could go and win next week and be in two and zero. They stink. But the reason I, I got mad is because the 49ers to me are an all bark, no bite team, or they say shit that they don't back up. I really, really, it hit me today how much they're like being assholes about this Trey Lance, Jimmy G situation. You don't re-sign Jimmy G if you're positive that Trey Lance is your guy. So don't fucking keep saying that everything Trey Lance is this. He's the future. Jimmy accepts this. No, you don't do that. You, You literally, it's an insurance plan. For the guy that you drafted. So they're saying all this shit. I'm hearing them talking about we got stars everywhere. We were right there. Uh, we, we went to the Super Bowl with Jimmy, and now we're upgrading with Trey. It's this, that. Fuck that. You lost to the Bears. And so you know what? The 49ers could be good. But um, until they fix their attitude, I think that's what it comes down to, to for me. I, I, don't, I don't like the head on their shoulders. And for that reason, I'm going to continuously hate on the 49ers. Eagles and do not mark this down as a hating comment. I'm announcing my hatred, future hatred. So feel free to mark down in the future. But as of right now, don't count that. So every year we ha- we each have a team. Oh, I don't think well, I- that's not fair. I, I, if no, we're limiting like it to one, then I'm be- a okay. lead team. Yeah. That won't be it yet. I can't pick a lead team yet. I just know for a fact that, that the Niners are going to be on my fuck around with them list. My quick, my quick power ranked uh, lead teams would be. Uh, Tennessee, the Packers, uh, maybe a little bit of the Saints, although I said they would be my team if I could pick over again. I just don't get all the hype. Like, that that organization never wins anything. Everyone loves Jameis. They won a Super Bowl, Breeze. Yeah. Two? Um, no, just one. Why? He's, he's in the uh, illustrious Foles Flacco Dilfer Club. Rogers. Yeah. Mahomes. <laughs> Uh, should we talk about Monday? Should we talk about tomorrow night and going to see the division leading Seattle Seahawks? They will face the Denver Broncos. Russ's return. Um, snapback Monday is game prediction. Abe, what do you got? What's the spread? Six ish. I do think Russ is going to make this all about himself. Um, I mean, look at how this fucking – this is such a weird week of football. 
with the kicks and the way that games ended and the ties and, and the weather in certain games and all. I mean, it was a funky week ahead when you saw all of these home underdogs come out on the slate. But now we have a another home underdog against a revenge game of sorts. Um, let me ask you a question real quick before I do a prediction. Would you give any percent chance that Russ gets booed? More like maybe mixed reactions? He, he won't be booed. I think he would in Philadelphia. Nah. I think he <laughs> would in Philadelphia. Um, but I, you know what? I think Denver wins this game enough crazy shit has happened let everyone let's ease into this football season right let's not go full let's not go full manic mode yet Casey wants us to be stand-up comedians because he's got bad turbulence um (laughs) um, I'll work tomorrow I I really think it's gonna be a low scoring crappy crappy game Um, is that just your, your your balls telling you that yeah it's fair. Why? My balls told me that the, the Bucks Cowboys would be tied at halftime. Julio Jones would score. Tony Pollard would have 30 yards. Uh, Mike Evans would have 75 yards and, and so on and so forth. Uh, so sometimes my balls are wrong and sometimes Wait, your balls you are wrong. You weren't far from a tie at half. Like you were, but like it was a. I had the ops. I had right. the ops. Like when the Tampa, when Tampa missed that field goal to make it and it would have been 9 3, it was 6 3. I was like, okay. Okay. Julio's getting looks. Um, but you know, I did take Tony Pollard over 30 and a half yards, and it's never a good thing when you bet on a guy to have over a certain amount of yards. And by the end of the second drive, he needs to now get 25%, 20, 33% more yards than he was projected. Because if you looked at the stat sheet after the second drive, Tony Pollard had negative nine yards. <laughs> How did he do that? There was a, there was a clusterfuck of a play. But, oh yeah, no, he's up to uh, six carries for eight yards. So right, um, he was at two for negative nine. So pretty good. Oh, they just picked Tom. Look at that. Well, what do you they think about picked... the Bucks? Um, good team. Tom Brady's the goat. Uh, o line. I think they'll be fine. I think they'll go like eleven and six, twelve and five, and then you know the normal Brady stuff in the playoffs. So win a Super Bowl or not? But like. You usually, don't want to play them. Usually yeah, like 50, roll. yeah, 50-50 chance of maybe, you know, going all the way. Or 30-30% chance. Uh, overreaction or not, do we want to make Julio Jones him? Why? Is he him? I mean. Is he balling right now? He has three for 69 and two rushes for 17 yards. They just keep uh, going to him. He had a uh, sick deep ball catch. I mean – you're like the Julio hater. I said even last year, like this guy when he plays is is incredible, and everyone like wanted to pin all these uh, injuries on him. I just didn't see it like that. I think Julio might be him, but I'll tell you who are not them is the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, they stay ruining the NFC beast. People talk yeah. a lot of shit. The NFC East and the AFC and the AFC North, three one and zero teams. Three one and zero teams. How you feel about your Ravens after today? Oh, um, eh, I think we're all right. Not nothing special at the moment. Uh, Stanley didn't play. Uh, Marcus Peters didn't play. Dobbins didn't play. Gus Edwards didn't play. So I think we got to get some of our guys back. It was crazy that the first I was at a Ravens bar. The first seventeen points were scored by Duvernay, Duvernay, Tucker, two two Tucker extra points. So a lot of hook'em here in Austin. Um, 
I like I said, I want to be like the Bucks. Like I want to stop being these dominant regular season guys. I want to grow and show progression. And what I saw in the first oh, half. Was, wow, you've matured. The first half was bad. The guy that insane. is screaming Lamar Jackson never loses in the regular season has he come, doesn't. Has, has come he around. Doesn't. He it, doesn't. It is a but beautiful day. First half was like ugly and it was the same playbook as last year. And then they, they changed some stuff up and it, it looked good. He can throw. He can throw. I guess we should talk about the Lamar contract for a second because we have it. I'm down to swap. I'm down to have the running back now. You like the running back. Dude, having a running back as a quarterback is fire. Yeah. Also, you, when he occasionally makes a 60-yard dart to his best friend, and his best friend receiver is just the nastiest receiver not named Justin Jefferson in the NFL. Plus, you win, you should put up 38 points. Um, so you can take this whole, um, you know, we're progressing. The Eagles are going to the fucking Super Bowl. Mm. We're nasty. We're nasty. Um, and why Lamar- did you let up 35 points? Um. It was for hard knocks. Uh, yeah, it, they it, do it, hard knocks into the season. I thought it was preseason. Well, the the bloopers at the end, after the Are credits. We? Got it. Okay. After the yeah, credits scene. Um, but no, Lamar and and the Ravens. How is that wide receiver room looking? Because um, Duvernay made some plays. Baby Duvernay had play. two touchdowns. Duvernay had two touchdowns. Lamar's not running. Is Lamar really protecting Wait, his body? That's a story isn't, real quick. Isn't Duvernay tied for the league lead in touchdowns? I think that would appear so. And Wide Jahan, receiver too. A Texan, a Texan and a Nittany Lion. Jahan Dotson as well. <laughs> hmm. um, and Slank Boy. Bateman caught a bomb. Uh, and Let, Let's talk about something. And, and I want you to know, I want you to give me your, your worry level on 1 to 10. Um Here's a take. Lamar is afraid to use his feet because he wants to protect his body in this contract year. Um, no, this is a it's a thing with when we play in blowouts. We don't there Welcome to is. New York City, baby. Welcome to New York. We here. Um no, nah, he I, I like, haven't gotten used to that, by the way. He's actually a pocket passer, so sometimes he'll use his legs, but given that he's a pocket passer, he didn't run that much today. Just smart. He's efficient for the pocket. Um, shout out us. The 75% handicappers return. The people's pick'em went three for four on Thursday night. The one was a late catch to Abe's car salesman, Mr. Skrownik. Um, Underdog does have insurance now, so you could still win about uh, one and a half times your money if you get three or four or like four or five. We're obviously not going to take the insurance because we don't sell insurance, uh, but Underdog does. So if you want to use it, feel free. Um, but yeah, three out of four again, a pretty good. I told you about Cam Akers. People are like, nah, he's going to play. Like, he's toast. He might be to- like McVay. Talk of, there are some toasties. There are some toasties. Um, mm. One toast would be Damian Pierce, might be toast. Why? Not getting any carries. I think Burkhead got double the amount of carries today. Uh, he's not getting it. Brees Hall might be toast. No. I think the Jets – I also want to say something real quick. I think the Jets finished with the number one pick this year. Yeah. I think they're headed to being the worst team in football. Yeah. They stink. Yeah. Um, not my Giants, are... though. Oh, um, Travis, Travis Etienne. Travis Etienne, toast. 
Speaking of which, I want to talk about something real quick. Where do you stand? Jones toast? No. AJ Dillon had double the amount of carries and plus had a shit ton of receptions as well. That was expected. Jones was going to be an 8-10 carry guy with a bunch of catches. No, but AJ Dillon had 10 catches or so, five catches or something. He leaked out more. I don't know. Uh, Kyle Pitts, potentially toast. You think so? Devontae Smith, potentially toast. He could be toast. Shut the fuck up. What? I was kidding. Shut up. No, no, that's that was the thing. Was that no, shut up? What? That was AJ Brown is not getting 13 targets each game. Why? Because every single report throughout training camp was about how Jalen Hurts only throws the ball to AJ Brown. Relax. Okay. Relax. Devontae Smith is not toast, you idiot. Mike Williams? Not toast. Didn't Keen Allen get hurt today? Yeah, but he still had only one catch. Kyler Murray? Don't leave my cute boy out of this. He's not even cute anymore. He's so fucking overrated. What's hmm. Eagles insane? Mac Richer, Jones. Richer than your toast. quarterback. Mac oh, Jones. To a toast. toast. We'll, we'll wait for Eagleson on that one. Joe Burrow toast. Um, Niners toast. Kyle Pitts toast. Baker should have won that damn game, man. Mm. Um, nah, no one on the Raiders are toast. I'll tell you who the fuck is toast. The toastiest bitch in the league right now is Christian Watson. Mm. After that drop, <laughs> bro, Rogers is going to murder him. Like, you can't say that it is a it is a well-run organization when there is zero doubt in my mind that a player actually had fear instilled in him when he made a simple mistake on the field today from his quarterback. Like, there's no way, like, Rodgers is not talking to him. He's giving him the Rodgers family treatment mm-hmm. after he drops that touchdown early in the game today. So, Christian Watson is absolutely toast. I'm going to have Jordan Love, four for five, 65 yards. Um, the Chiefs are back big time. So, I think that covers everyone who might be toast. Oh, the Rams are toast for sure. No, they're not toast. The, the Rams are toast. Um, I told you the Bills were going to win that game. Like Vegas, don't ever think you're smarter than them. You may beat them sometimes, but they will win the war. Everyone's like, there's no reason that the Super Bowl champion should be two and a half point underdogs at home. Well, they should. Matt Stafford looks like he has to put every ounce of power in his body to throw a ball with whatever that surgery was. Allen Robinson gets no targets. Cam Akers has, doesn't do jack shit. Yeah, so Snapback Fam had a bad week in Evan McPherson. Whatever. But. The Rams might be toast. And by toast, I mean they could make the playoffs, but they are by no means going to, like, nobody's going to fear them. What do you have to say to that? Nothing. I, are we overreacting? Are we reacting properly? I guess we'll find out. I mean, it's, in, it's week one. That's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, should we talk to Eagleson? You seem like you need to hit the hay, man. No, I just I was letting you have your space. Yeah, well, no, let's let's uh listen. We both went one and zero today. It was a good day. Eagleson also happened to go one and zero. So also Mike went one and zero. Mike McDaddy, how are you? I'm amazing. I'm feeling great. One and zero. Yeah, great. Amazing, even. Amazing, after yeah. one regular season win. I'm not sure if you've seen the franchises that I cheer for, but a regular season win is a lot to get excited about. Valid. Very, very, very valid. 
Um, what did you see out of Tua today? Um, so he started out like he he came out strong, and I thought he played a good. <laughs> first... Can we play the clip? Can we play the clip? Like the, out of all things you could have said about Tua, uh, that... him starting out strong. That's not was like the polar opposite. Okay, back up, back did. up, back up. That's no, no, no. not even what I meant. Quite That's not even what I meant to say. Like... I was gonna right, answer. Hold on, hold on. Let's watch this. Let's watch. Oh, this is. <laughs> Tua drops back. High snap. He looks. He fires. <laughs> the ground completion. Like show the pass to Waddle. Out. Show the pass to Waddle. That was a slam route, bro. And Eagleson. You, it's the fact of the matter that you said he started out strong. Okay, that's you never let me finish. That's not, I was just getting ready to talk about the team. I didn't actually mean Tua when I was going to say okay. that. Mm-hmm. So I was saying like the team came out strong, which they did. And that's something they weren't able to do last year as much. So that was nice to see. But Tua specifically, what he had like 270 and a tud. So not bad. No turnovers. What's, what's the smile for? What? We're happy for you. You're not. You're <laughs> not. You're edge. just not. Someone's <laughs> on edge. Yeah, you're a little defensive. Because I, I don't know what the angle is. You guys are there's giving no me angle. Looks. We're letting you so have there is. your there, time. But there's, all, there's always an angle. You're so terrified like right now. Go yeah, ahead. You're bugging. You're I'm not. bugging. Finish what you have to say. Okay, so I think McDaniel's play calls were really good, too. That was something I noticed. Like I felt like he controlled the game well. And the defense just looked amazing. Obviously, not a great Pats offense. Mac Jones looked terrible. But the defense did play well. Like Melvin Ingram, like he was fucking all over the place. Um, like two also, he spread the ball around pretty well too. I think he had like nine different guys catch balls. So, you know, that's not bad. Didn't turn the ball over. They won the game. I don't know really what else you could ask for. No, nothing. It was a sweat free win. Like all three of our yeah. teams were dominant besides the Eagles for like four minutes. Yeah, and Good yeah, More offense yeah. is good television. But we boy, do we have a showdown at the bank next week. Ravens, two yep. and a half point favorites. I guess we'll talk about it on Thursday, though. Is it only two and a half points? Three and a half. Oh, okay. I saw two and a half. Well, yeah, and then people with money were like, oh, by a field goal? No. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about the, the Dolphins. And also, uh, Abe, you said it before, Mike McDaniel's fourth and seven call like that was pretty badass that was I mean, awesome i mean everyone should go for it every single time yeah i was absolutely positive the cowboys were gonna win today i was right they stink you said how much they stink yeah but then they kept showing brady's face and kept saying how he's always never lost to the cowboys and i got this whole home underdog thing in my head i was wrong they do stink mm-hmm. mccarthy stinks they all stink Three points, Wait. three points at home in the home opener. I like. I don't want to hear about the Bucks defense. I don't give a fuck. That, <laughs> like, I don't care. Three points. It's the worst football game ever. I hope <laughs> that Seattle is more fun tomorrow night. All right, Eagleson, you're flying in on Friday. Friday. I should be in Friday around four o'clock. What was the last time you were in the states? Probably for. Miami, Oakland, week three in like 2018. Do you guys win? Uh, yeah. Fuck yeah, drew... you won. <laughs> yeah. And then seats are. Do you know where our seats I, are? I have somewhere? no idea. No. Oh, should we tell them maybe or just let it ride? <laughs> we'll let it ride. All right. We'll oh, come on. Ride. No, that's I cool. I'm excited for the surprise. Um, can I offer a hypothetical here, Jack? 
Sure. Um, so no steps though. No steps. No. no uh, steps potentially. It, it, I don't even think I don't, it, it won't even matter. So Lamar Jackson obviously d- doesn't have a contract after. If he's a Dolphin, right? uh, it's just the podcast ends. Yes. So what happens if what if he's he an eagle? sucks? Would you rather Lamar be an eagle or a Dolphin? What's ha- what happens to this podcast though if either of those things happen? It just probably ceases to exist. I don't think it'd be too complicated. It would just be like, good knowing you guys. <laughs> on time. Your Sunday and Wednesday nights, boys. <laughs> I mean, what I don't know worse, how. If Lamar was an eagle or a dolphin. Um, a dolphin. Really? I didn't think you were going to say that. I actually don't <laughs> think you mean that either. It, it would be worse because... Uh, they would ruin him, like with how oh, the Eagles yeah, wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Eagles are a very class good organization. Franchise. <laughs> yeah, like win up. playoff games. Not like, a lot of Super Bowls, but like they're relevant. They a Super Bowl. Doing. Yeah. Have Flute one. Super have won a playoff Bowl. game in twenty years. Like completed a rebuild successfully multiple times. Yeah. Look, uh, I'm not old <laughs> enough. Maybe, <laughs> maybe stuff like they've won playoffs games in the last 20 years, right? The Dolphins. I thought it was only like since I was born. Sorry, was my bad. Sorry, my bad. 18. <laughs> Pardon me. Pardon me. Eagleson, you guys got docked two picks for trying to steal a coach and a player that were never coming. Like it's just, it's they bad. were coming. They were so coming, and Flores ruined it. They were 100% coming. Brady said he said. Fine. Tom Brady said he was coming to the Dolphins. Mm. I uh, Maybe he didn't say that, but they're all, like, all the may- stuff may- that I was may- reading maybe. said. Maybe. <laughs> maybe he didn't He say was that. supposed to. He was going to become a minority owner of the team and join it. And then all the stuff happened with Flores. Yeah. And now the Dolphins are minority owners in the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. All right. I'm shot, as you guys know. Uh, this pod, I think we need – I mean, next week is perfect because we need a little mayhem and a little conversation uh, with the team losing. Like, three dominant wins is not what people are coming for. I mean, listen, man, you're not going to get much out of me in dominant wins because I've got a lot of them in my future. Right. We've got Kirk coming to town on a Monday night next week. And you of know, course you're skipping all that game. over the Vikings. Of course yeah, because I'm coming. I'm coming for Wentz, Daddy. Wentz, Daddy. Four tuds today. Four Abe, tuds. are you two. coming on on Friday or Saturday? TBD, TBD at the okay. moment. Okay. All right. All right. See you in Baltimore, uh, guys. Have a great week. Abe, final thoughts. Go birds. Eagleson. Fins up, baby. Oh, my God. This is ass. All right. (laughs) Back, fam. Have a great week. Much love. Peace.